Welcome to Your Daily Pass. We are Courtney Passfield and Fiona Daly. Sisters, mums, wives, multi-business owners. And perfectly imperfect. We are hugely passionate about cultivating mindset, growth and self-awareness. Join us in our conversations to inspire. Welcome back to another episode of Your Daily Pass with Fiona Daly and Courtney Passfield. We are very, very excited to be back in your ears today. We absolutely are loving doing these podcasts. We are. Thank you so much to everyone who's been joining in. Yes, it's been absolutely beautiful and we're feeling very, very loved. We are. Absolutely. So today, today we are doing sister chat. So I will be talking mainly from the questions at you today, Fiona, because we yes. are doing this episode on Medical Mama. Uh-huh. Yes. So Fiona, I was going to do a bit of an intro, but I think let's get it from the horse's mouth directly and okay. straight from you. I'll just sure. fire away. Fiona. Okay. So. You are a medical mum. I am, yes. yes. I have two kids and my second, which is my daughter, her name's Olena. Um, And so our little Lenny, she was born with a rare syndrome called lumbar syndrome. Um, And that's something that we didn't know about prior to Len being born. So, yeah, it. um, I guess it was something that was... I would say thrust upon us because yes, yeah. So you down, you sound so upbeat, but let's let's go deep and let's go back yeah. to that moment if if you don't sure. mind. Absolutely. So you were obviously none the wiser. Yep. Okay. So we were away from home. You can't have babies in our town. So we were about three and a half hours away from home. Mm -hmm. And I guess when I look back now, throughout my pregnancy, I had like little just things that were happening that I was like, that's not normal. Something just doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we'd done a few trips over to get checked and up to the hospital. Just, I was going to say, even to our local hospital. Yeah, yeah. it just wasn't quite right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that may have been a little bit of a sign for us. But let me just regroup here. Those little things, like it's looking back now, it's not things yeah. that, you know, you went to every doctor, you know, you did all the checkups. Yeah, it wasn't I've just had all like the a... checkups and it was like, no, there's nothing there or no, we're not sure why that's happening. So, um, and I guess it was just a feeling when, within myself that I, at points yes. I was like, there's something not right. So yeah, we were away from home and I got induced with Lenny um I, I was back and forth over to Mackay. You were, yeah. yeah. You were like a poor old yo-yo. Yes, you? yeah. But Do you remember so, the day that I, I came to Mackay and I walked in your room and you were laying down? You thought you, I was Jesse, and yeah. you're like, shh, shh, and I reached over and gave you a cuddle. You're like, oh, oh you no. back. And I was like, yes, I just couldn't did, stay Yeah, away. exactly. Yeah. I was like, I got home and the girls moved everything around and I'm back again. Yeah that's a nice sister thing isn't it yeah, yeah. it was and special. i think you just climbed in bed with me yeah yeah i cuddled in bed because Bryce was sleeping and we just laid there and watched him sleep yeah that was nice so you were induced you were saying yeah so we, i was induced with elena and what digestion were you oh she was only like three or four days early yeah, I was yeah. Gonna say, it wasn't like no no it wasn't anything it was really just because we'd been there waiting for so long and because we do have the two businesses and another mm. child i sort of said look 
you know, if she, if she, if, well, at, the, at the time we didn't know it was a she, but we were kind of like, look, if the baby's nearly ready and things are looking good, can we look at sort of helping move things along um, just for the better of us? Um, and so we could get home and get our life started with our yeah, new baby. Exactly. So, Living the new family of four. Well, yes, new family yeah. of four. And Bracey got his baby. So, yeah, no, we, um, yeah, we had Elena and it was like a crazy birth. I went from two centimetres dilated to having her within five minutes. So there was no no time for any kind of help of any sort other than some gas, but I couldn't breathe properly. So that was, that was a bust. Yeah. It wasn't the nurse like to Jessie, hit the buttons, hit the buttons. And it was like banging on the buttons. Yeah. So she was like, oh no. I was like, my water just broke because it was like, shh. Yeah, yeah, it's water break and it's, it's not pretty. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And she was like, no, no. And I was like, no, my water just broke. Lift up the blanket. And when she did, it, like, water was broken. Yeah. <laughs> and she just said to Jesse, press all the buttons on that wall. And so he was like, hit, like, yeah, just hitting all these buttons and, and it was all happening. But there was no time for anybody. No one else made it because it was literally less than five minutes. And I, I said, think I, she wasn't in that room. Yeah, she was just outside doing paperwork. If she like, had gone, imagine if Jen, you were just like, Jesse! <laughs> yeah. And Elena came out so fast, no one caught her. Yes. She fell on her face. Yeah. So she, she had a bruise. I was going to say, she had a little bruise, didn't she? Yeah. yeah it was, she had it's just bruise. like, from somebody who was in a longer sort of labour, it's just mind-blowing to be like, yeah. it happened so quickly. Well, and it had been like contractions for hours. And I was like, I am just... Like, it was to the point where I was exhausted. Yeah. But then when it got there, it was like, I've, I've just got to push. This baby's coming like yeah. right now. Exactly. Right. And she's like, don't push. And I'm like, oh, I have to. <laughs> so, had a baby. Um, and we got our little bubble of love um, with our newborn for a few hours. And then Jessie was changing her bum the next day. And he noticed that she had um, a hemangioma. It was just across the top of her. It's called a sacrum, but it's like... The top of your bum, your bum lower cheeks. back, yeah, yeah, lower back, top of your bum cheeks because it was sort of like across the whole lot. And there. imagine on a little baby, anything you yeah. know, like that wouldn't take much. So, Fiona, a hemangioma, yes, yeah. So, what so, does that look like? So, it was kind of like, um, you know, when you see people and they might have like a raised um birthmark, so it was kind of like that. So, in a pinky color, it was dark purple, like a plum. Mm-hmm. So it was like the size of my palm across her back. And he, and Jesse was like, Oh, I'm like, I don't know what this is. We'll just, you know, ring one of the nurses for a hand Um, called one of the nurses. And she, came... so it wasn't there when she was first born. No, no, it was no. not there then. Yeah. No, no. Uh, we only just saw it a few hours later. Mm-hmm. Like, so that was the next, so she was born, I don't know, like two o'clock in the morning or something. Yes. Yeah. And, and so it that was afternoon. that afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all actually technically in that same day. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's right. And so, yeah, the nurse called the pediatrician and she came and had a look and she was just like, oh, that's not right. And was, she was very, um, I don't know what you say. <laughs> she was very stressed or caught her off guard. Um, and we actually, she said, I've got to go. And we heard her running down the hallway which was not a good sign for us. Uh, and when she came back, she kind of just said, look, the that mark over the lower back is like a red flag that there's something wrong with her spine. Um, you guys need to go to Townsville. I've already organised it. Um, Royal Flying Doctors are coming to get you. And it was 
kind of crazy. You guys were in the room, actually. Yeah, yeah. She said, do you want to, like, speak? Because it was you guys and then Jessie's mum yeah, as well and yeah, Brace. Yeah, and Brace. And so we stepped outside. Oh, did you leave? Did you? Well, I mean, we could still hear. I, I think we were just getting out of the road so you could yeah. directly talk. Yeah, so, yeah, she was kind of like, he's going to Townsville. Um, there's something wrong with your baby, but I don't know what it what it is, so you need to go. Yeah. Um, and it was like, Royal Flying Doctors are coming to get you. They're sending the plane. Um, but Jesse wasn't allowed to pack up and leave. So it's like four hours drive from Mackay to Townsville. Um, and Jesse wasn't allowed to leave until I had actually left with Elena on the plane. Just in case it... Just in case something yeah. had changed and we didn't go. Yeah. So, yeah, that was kind of... So in those moments, mm-hmm. like, what, what runs through your mind? Um... It's it's kind of like a bomb being dropped because you're just not you just it's like it's something in a movie that doesn't happen or yeah yeah it was kind of took the wind out of our sails really um, yeah you were more speechless well, like you had yeah you nothing. were kind of speechless but then we were also worried about Braith because we were just getting flown out and it was kind of I was just remember being like well what do we do with Braith yeah and like you guys were there so obviously Braith was okay but yeah um, but you're still his mum yes yeah yes um yeah so it was just madness and sitting and waiting because I think it was like five o'clock by the time they said yep they're coming get organized and you went home and packed me a bag yeah yeah and I'm surprised I can remember this because I've not Mm. really gone over that time so yeah, much. that time frame. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so then Jesse, he went home like while I was with you. Did uh, he? He went back to the yeah. He went back to the house and he had a shower and got himself a little bit ready. Yeah. And I remember, not, not to sort of jump in on you here. I remember laying in the bed and throughout your whole pregnancy, I was like, oh, you know, like I hope she has because I knew this was going to be your last pregnancy. You know, like I was like, oh, perfect if it's a girl. You know, pigeon pair. This is so awesome. This yeah. is beautiful. And I remember in those moments laying in the bed with her in between us I um I looked at you and I was like I always wanted you to have a pigeon pair but being with you in these moments of being your sister you know like it was that moment where I was like geez like you talk about having a pigeon pair kind of for yourself whereas for the child like and I mean in saying that these guys have the most beautiful relationship but like you know for me and you to be laying in this bed together with this baby between us that we didn't know what was going on like yeah it was that a bond in that you know that you can never yeah replace with anything else you know like I was like oh this is the first time that I was like sometimes you just need your sister like sometimes you just got to be with your sister definitely definitely yeah Yeah. it's one thing that um I guess if you don't have a sister you don't realize yeah purely because it is such a it's a special bond. Yeah. And if you don't yeah. have one, you don't know that you miss it. But when you do have one, it's it's yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And so you guys were flown to Townsville. And just to step in there again, like the emotion that went through this part was friggin' horrendous. Like it was horrible. And I, I remember the looks on your faces and, and Jesse, you know, like he was. Yeah. Yeah. He was you know gutted as you all were hey and so and then it was hard for jesse though because he was trying to then be the strong one yes um but jesse was um 
like he was the protector. So he'd gone and I didn't know till long time later, he'd gone and asked for the doctor to come back and check me to make sure I was safe to fly. Cause only one of us could fly yeah. and the other one had to drive. And I was like, well, I don't feel strong enough to, to drive. drive. Yeah. It's a four hour trip. Um, and, but then in my head, like we've had this conversation later, much later, obviously, but in my head, I was getting on that plane, not knowing if I would survive because I just did not feel okay yeah. after having her. And it was, because and you were never such... checked really, were you? No, that he never came back. No, no, this, the, um, obstetrician never came back. So yeah, like I got on the plane thinking, I don't know that I'm actually going to survive this flight, but I'll yeah. do it anyway for my baby. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then on the flight there was Elena and I and Elena was in a humidity crib so she wasn't on you or anything no no she so she was nowhere near me she was like at the sort of like yeah I couldn't even reach her yeah yeah yeah. so I was buckled into a seat and then there was a girl beside me and then the humidity crib was parked sort of like a meter and a half ish over from me yeah so I couldn't even I couldn't see her I was kind of like to the because there's a doctor on the flight I was like what happens if she's crying or she's hungry or she's and she was like look she's probably let's hope she'll just sleep yeah 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 Yeah. and did she sleep that whole way yeah she moved a couple of times yeah but she seemed very relaxed and she said the humidity crib does relax them yeah 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 which kind of the noise and yeah but because it was like but the, ner- the the doctor was so calm. Like, I remember us talking about, like, oh, yeah, and she'd come to climb on and she was based out of wherever. So it was very, like, casual. Which yeah. Was, it was calming, but it was also unsettling because yeah. it was so stressful. You're like, why are you not just standing over my baby watching my baby? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, get this plane in the air, people. Yeah. Um, and I suppose they deal with this sort of stress all the time yeah it would be so good to be able to interview somebody from oh my royal blind doctors wouldn't it yes on the list yes (laughs) um yeah so that was pretty crazy so we didn't fly so it was like five o'clock when they were like yep they're coming to get you are you good to go and it was after 10 when i got on the flight Mm -hmm. and then it was it was a, it was like only a couple of hours, maybe an hour flight. I was gonna say it's normally just an hour's flight to Yeah, so yeah. I think it might have been like eleven yeah. and then Jesse didn't get there till one o'clock. No. Yeah. And you can imagine like he wouldn't have slept for now a whole you know, Yeah. You know, nearly This is a day and a half that Jesse hasn't slept for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the yeah. threat in that knowing your husband is driving, you know, like yeah. what if he falls asleep and the stress That's of it. him and you not be able to be there to make sure he's awake and things like that too. And it was hard too, because we'd never been to Townsville hospital before. Mm. So, and cause you come, so you go to the airport and then the AMBO comes and yes. gets you. Yeah. So you come in through the back way and it's middle of the night and you go through here. And- Into the emergency department. No, I think we just went straight up to NICU. Oh, yeah. You probably would if you yeah. had. Yeah. I, yeah. I, it's a bit of a blur, but I don't remember. Like, I mean, I've been there plenty of times since. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, like, getting up there, and I just remember getting wheeled. Elena got wheeled in to NICU, 
and I sat down in the chair and the doctor's name was Mark and he came along and he was like, hi, I'm Mark, you know, how do I say your baby's name? So I'm, you know, got it right. And, and he was just so lovely. And then I sat and cried. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, 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 you, you're going to be okay. It's okay. You're in the right place. But I was just like, the whole day had caught up and then just hit me like Smack. a truck. Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, I'm just going to sit here and cry. Yeah. Yeah. Just let me get this out. Yeah. And even so like you can feel those emotions through so that you can go. Yeah. So I probably like, he was sort of like, Oh, and I was like, no, no, I'm okay. It's just been a crazy day. And I sat and cried for probably five minutes. Yeah. And then I had a chance to like, Righto, my baby's only got me to bat for her right now. Yeah. Um, so you kind of, that will kind of grow Yeah, and then you your... become like this protector. Yeah. This big old warrior lady. It's on. Um, yeah, and so by the time Jessie then arrived, I'd spoken to the nurses. I remembered Mark's name. I was like, right, my husband's You coming. kind of like went to like business mode. Like, what do I need to achieve? Like, yeah, you know, what, what I don't want to say to... business mode, but like, it was a very strategic sort of yeah. thing. So I was like, yeah. right, I need to be friends with all the nurses. I need yes. to know the doctor and be comfortable with the doctor. I need to find out which doorway Jesse needs to come in and who he needs to talk to because it's yep. locked at night. Yes, yes. So I was like, by the time he called and said he'd park the car, I was like, you need to go to this, press this button, talk to this person. You need to say we're in Elena Daly, NICU, bed 28, oh I think God. it was. Yeah. So your kids were in our oh yeah room. you said that your yeah. Twins, yeah when you had the twins they were in Elena's bed yeah yeah so that yeah. was before they got put into the twin room yeah that was a bit yeah. crazy yeah eerie but probably nice to go back in a nicer in day. a yeah in a happy fashion absolutely yeah. yeah so yeah so by the time Jesse had got there I was like right do this do this do this do this mm-hmm. and he was like okay cool I'll just park the car and I'll come up and yeah. then I remember one of the nurses saying, where are you sleeping tonight? And I was like, this chair here. I'm not yeah. leaving. Yeah. And they said, oh, look, we need, you need to have rest. Yeah. And they had the boarding rooms and they said, look, we can't get you into Ronald McDonald House tonight. That We haven't been able to get anyone on the phone. We tried to organise it for you. Stay here for the night. Yeah. So the boarding room at the, oh yeah. The at ones the, that we, yeah. We, yeah. We had, yeah. We, yeah. We stayed in there too. Yeah. 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 So you were right there that yeah. first night. Yeah. I think we stayed two nights. You would have wished you could have stayed there the whole time. Yeah. Because they were like, right, you know, they're in the hospital. Hey, like yeah, they're, they're it's right. Like two right. seconds from it. And like your food arrives and that yeah. kind of thing. So the only thing you have to worry about is your baby. Is your baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was, I think it was two nights there. And I just remember um, because it's teams of surgeons mm-hmm. and they'd come mm-hmm. along, we'd go and sit in, we'd, you know, get ready and we'd just go and sit in her room all day yeah because we didn't know what time people came or who we needed to see or it was just like a big blur um and now if you weren't there you'd miss the surgeons for the day and you'd see them the next day or hours later so 24 to you know even 12 hours later is a long time when every minute counts because you don't know what's happening you don't know what's happening yeah Yeah. so we were kind of like is she okay what's going on like we're hearing that this is a red flag but what is the red flag for yeah exactly that's exactly right yeah and then it was kind of like every time the surgeons came along um they drop another bomb and say well it could be this we're going to do an mri we're going to do an ultrasound we're going to do every test under the sun but and at the time it was like oh my god like this is crazy what's happening but it was so thorough 
Yeah. So it was, yeah, as much as it was stressful, it was so thorough. Like as soon as we were able to take her over to stay at Ronald McDonald house when we went over there, um, you, you was, we were starting to feel comfortable with these people because you could see how yeah they were. Yeah, yeah. And you could see that they actually cared. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're on to it. Yeah. 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 And so you're in hospital. I mean, you would have had a very small bag on you. Yes. So I wasn't allowed to get on the plane with my... You know how I had like that little wheelie yeah, hospital bag? Yeah. I wasn't allowed to get on there with that. I was only allowed to take my handbag. So my yeah. handbag had my phone and my phone charger yeah. and my wallet. And then I just had like dummies and swaddles and Yeah, the rest would have been only been all baby. Yeah. So it's sort of not until Jesse gets there that you even got like Yeah, any, I'm pretty and I you. took a cardi because I remember being like It's always cold in a hospital. It's always <laughs> yeah. cold in a hospital yeah. and that's kind of my And safety. like let's also think about the hormones that are going through your mind. Not like you know, like you're not oh, a per like it's yeah. not a person like you just haven't had a good night's sleep and woken up to like, yep, we got a shit show in front of us. What do we need to do? You know what I mean? You've you've just had so many hours of no sleep. Yeah. You've just been told all this. You've got so many hormones, you know, like you know, everything that comes with afterbirth with a woman's body, you know, yeah. like... and I remember, like, you know, the baby blues. I did yeah. get that really bad with Grace. Yes. Um, but And then with Elena, I I don't even think there was time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. Like There was no moment to feel those feelings. It was just... And I suppose, you know, like, that's the thing. You didn't get the chance to feel the feelings either. Yeah. And I remember being in the boarding room and saying to Jesse, I just don't feel right. Like, so when I was, when I was sent on the plane, I was discharged from hospital. So when I arrived, I was no longer a patient. I was just a mum of a sick kid. Yeah. So, so you just had this child and then. Yeah. And not being checked by the obstetrician and then arriving there. And they had said to me, if you don't feel well, go to emergency, but you'll be separated from your baby. Mm. So I remember being like, to saying to Jesse, I'm just not sure if I feel okay. Can you just check me? And he's yeah. like, sure, I'll look for you. Oh, what really? What do we need to, what do I need to look for? And I'm like, oh, I really just don't know. I just don't feel awesome. Yeah. And he was like, oh, look, you know, your stitches seem to be okay. I can't see anything wrong. Yeah. I don't Also, know. I'm not a doctor, but yeah. hey. Like, like, what about if you just have a rest for a little while and see if you feel better from there? Yeah. And yeah. that that was like... That was my checkup. That was your checkup. Yeah. Your husband. Yeah. Crazy, hey. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. And so then you guys went to Ronald McDonald House. Yes. Yeah. So um, we had, I think it was two nights in the boarding room and yep. then we were given one of the apartments at Ronald McDonald House. Yeah. And Elena was still in the NICU then. Um, and they took us over to show us the room and I still get goosebumps when I think about it. Mm, we walked in and it was like this big room where there was a bed for us, bathroom. And the bathroom had like toothbrushes and body wash and the kitchen was fully like self-contained um so that was one of the rooms that had its own kitchen yes yep, yep and the there was things did. in the pantry and then there was this other bed there and it meant that Braith could come mm. so yeah it meant it you was, as a family could then be together yes yeah yes so yeah. after after we got that room I think we got the room on the Monday and um 
Jesse rang his brother and said, like, we got this room. Can you bring Brace to us? Yes, yes. And I think it might have been the next day or the Wednesday or something. And I remember just running in the car yeah, park. to see him. Yeah, that would have been beautiful. Because in that meantime, obviously, like, what do you call, tell her? How old was Brace? Two and a half? Was he two and a half? He was two, just two. Like, D- two and three months. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, like, he, in his head, was, you know, going over there to do that. We and were then, just going to get his baby. Remember? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Was like, it was like, going to get my baby. Yeah, that was the whole thing. And then he sort and of then, been thrown in a car and come home with me. And and you guys had had to pack up the house. That Yeah, exactly. Pretty sure we at. left half your stuff there. Like, you know, like, we just, yeah, like, nobody... And like yeah. for him, it, like he's definitely very used to my like me and Jesse's yes, mum, but he's yeah. it's still not you. Yes, yeah. And it was like and this you big still exciting time him. to get our baby. Yes, but yeah, yeah. He then yeah. So I like ran <laughs> ran across the um the car park and just hugged him. Yeah, he was still clipped in. Oh, like, <laughs> You're like pulling him out of the car seat, like yeah. get here, get here. Yeah, yeah. So, that, that was that was incredible to have Braith with us. Yeah, to finally but, feel like you were an actual family. Yeah, because well, you're so worried about your baby and then your two-year-old and they're not together Yeah, and you can't get them together and you don't, like, the world doesn't make sense. Yeah, at, at, at all doesn't no. it make sense. And so you were then in Ronald McDonald House. Yeah. Do you know how long your first day was? I think it was weeks. Yeah, it was weeks. I'm pretty sure it was... I think we got home just before I was supposed to have... Or no, I think I was still in Townsville when I was supposed to have my six-week post-baby check-up Yeah, because didn't you get a phone call to ask for the date or something like that or a letter? Yeah, I got a letter saying, I hope your baby's okay. Yeah. 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 Because everything that Elena has had wrong... Yeah. Should have should have been picked up. Been picked up, yeah, absolutely. So, it was it would have been visible from twelve weeks, is what we've been told numerous times. Um, at twenty weeks, absolutely, and from there onwards, it would have stood out. Yeah. yeah. So, what is it exactly that Elena? So Lenny has lumbar syndrome, which um, every case is completely different. So if you Google it, you're going to be like totally weird. Mm -hmm. Um, But so she has lumbar syndrome, which is the umbrella. Um, So she had a tethered spinal cord. So if we didn't have her spinal cord detethered, she would have spina bifida. Like she would lose her feeling and her movement and her feet pretty much and her legs and everything, pretty much from her belly button down. Yeah. Um, she'd be in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. So there was that. And then she also had um, her internal organs were malformed, which means it's kind of like, if you think of like a puzzle gone wrong. Yeah. The pieces yeah. were in the wrong spot. In the wrong spot. And then the hemangioma being quite large um, was an issue as well. And it went down to touch her spinal cord as well. So it touched the spinal cord. Yeah. Went yeah. Deep, yeah. Wow. So... The next, uh, how how many surgeries has she had altogether? She's had six now. Six now, yeah. yeah. And so... And she's three and a half. And she, Yeah, and she's three and a half. And so she, well, those six were done before that even really, hey? Because she had her last one when we were up. Yeah, so she had her last one in February. So before she yeah. was three, she'd had six. Yeah, yeah, which is just mind-blowing. Yeah. Just think of it that way, hey. Yeah. So 
you're in Townsville. World is completely, completely shifted. Mm-hmm. We have literally no idea what's happening. And mm-hmm. I remember a phone call. You thought you were coming home. And this is after being up there for a few weeks by this stage. And you yeah. guys had packed up your room. We'd had a few of those because remember we thought we were coming home and we got Jesse's mum to bring the capsule. Yes. The capsule had come but not the bottom part of the yes. capsule. And yep. she came, so it was like that very first week. She came on like the Thursday. We thought we were going to get out on the Friday. Friday. And then yep. it was like, no, there's like what's wrong with your baby's really wrong. Yes, yes. Um, so there was a, all these emotions with like, yes, we're going home. Yeah. And then feeling like you'd just been run over by a truck going, yeah. no, so you're Ronald not. So Ronald McDonald House came became, became sort of like our safe haven because you'd yep. go over to the hospital and it was like they dropped bombs on you and then you could you could just retreat to Ronald McDonald House. It, and saying drop bombs, it's like being just smacked in the heart, you know, like it's yeah, like someone's it's like, just getting a knife and just smacking it into you, you know yeah. what I mean? Like and you it look is at just, this tiny baby because she was t- tiny, yeah. she was six pounds six. yeah. And you just can't believe that this is happening to her. Yeah. And um, what did she do wrong? Or, yeah. You know, like, so then yeah. there's all those emotions, especially for me as her mum. Like, she's three and a half, and I'm probably just getting to a good place now where I don't think it's my fault. Yes. And so I made her. Yeah. Yeah. In your head, you're like, this is my fault. Like, yeah, this I is gone her. straight to me. So the uh, emotion that goes just into that. Yeah. Let alone Fiona being told, you know, there's little things like you can't leave your baby side when you're in hospital. No. But also you don't get fed all the time. No. So I only got fed um, when I was breastfeeding her. Yeah. Um, on those days. So, I mean, for, to give it context, I have actually lost count of how many nights we've had in hospital with Elena. Um, at Ronald McDonald House, it was 105 nights. Yes, and that's um, not, yeah, that's not including. But that's not including the hospital and the amount yeah. of visits. So it's literally, we've lost count. Yeah. So after Elena was discharged as a baby, mm-hmm. when you go back, you go to the pediatric ward. Okay. And so when you're on the pediatric ward, if you're breastfeeding, you get fed. If not, you don't get fed but you are also supposed to be by your child's side. The whole time. Like yeah. it is hard enough to even pee. Yeah. You know what I mean? That like time especially... it was because she was so tiny and it was yeah. the another ward was being done up. So we were kind of like, there were six of us in one room. Um, so nobody's getting sleep. Nobody was getting sleep. There was another newborn baby there. Like uh, probably her next day when we first went to the peed ward, she might've been like two months old. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was pretty full on yes and so with the um so she has this tethered spinal cord like you said it's a puzzle piece that hasn't got all like it's all jumbled as up yeah Yeah. and then she has this big hemangioma on her back and now the plan is to detether her spinal cord yes and so that she wouldn't then have any further like so she wouldn't lose any feeling or any um movement or anything with her so they said at first if there's anything going wrong with her feet she's not going to feel things on the bottom of her feet so we had to like like tickle and scratch the bottom Mm. of her feet all the time to make sure she still had the feeling um so that was kind of the we needed to get her hemangioma 
like calm it down because it was just breaking down all the time. It would just fall apart. The so, was so, so when Fiona says it's breaking down from a layman's not used to it point of view, I remember looking at it and going, it looks like a flesh eating ulcer that is just eating itself away. Yeah. Like it had, I mean, literally it would be fine. And then it'd be gone. Like a, yeah. Yeah. Of her skin. And so this is at like her lower back, top of her bum sort of area sort of thing yeah. kind of where and the tails, like a female's palm size yes yeah, size yes huge. on this little baby so and this goes on for months months yes months, and months. so they can't it was de-tether. months so they couldn't detether her until no. that was calmed down and her um they're wanting to fix some of the other malformations but we had to end up just getting this hemangioma to steady up yes. and I was at the hospital all the time and trying to treat it myself. Cause it would, it would look okay. And you'd think, cool, we're getting on top of this thing. And then you'd wake up the next morning and there'd be a hole in her back the size of a 50 cent piece. Yes. It was horrendous. And so they can't detether this spine because exactly where they need to go is exactly where this thing is. Yeah. So this is a major, major step back Yeah, because and as soon as, and because it had blood vessels to it, right? Like, so it had yeah. blood vessels to it. So if they were to insert it, she'd literally bleed out and die. Like, yeah, I don't know that she was going to bleed out and die, but it would have been, it wouldn't have been pretty. It was bad. Yeah. yeah. It was bad. So then we have months of a ticking time bomb of, yeah. we need to do this, but we can't and How trying do to do we? everything. Yeah. So we had lots of trials of let's try this and let's try that. And they usually regress by the time they're two, but you don't want to leave the spinal cord surgery too long that she starts having trouble. And we yeah. got to a point where she was having a medication um, twice a day to try and help shrink it. We went to Brisbane to try and have laser um, and that wasn't able to be done. And they ended up having to just go slightly higher on her spinal cord um, and detether it there, which was, it was totally still, still a safe area. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. you can imagine like your child going in still, once again, we're still talking about this small, small baby yeah, going baby. in and having a spinal surgery. So you can imagine so her, the thing with that yeah. plus, you know. And her having... very first surgery was, um, in the July. So she was born yeah. in March and it was July and she had her first surgery and that was an emergency one. Yeah. Um, and it kind of just spiraled from there. I think she had three surgeries or four surgeries that year. Yeah. No, the fourth one was in January. Yeah. So, yeah. and do you remember she had that, um, oh, I loved it on it. It was the cutest thing. She had the helmet. Oh yes. Oh my God. Yes. I don't yeah. know. What are they called? Um, oh, I can't even remember the name, but so Elena's head was round, but just on one side, her forehead sat out just slightly. And so it was like, if you get these helmets put on, it just helps correct that. And she yeah. had to wear it for 20 hours a day. Mm. And so she had this super cute one. That was it was the cute. Do you still have it? Yeah. Oh, it is the cutest thing. I remember when she took it off, we're like, oh, baby, cute. But all oh, that helmet on you is just adorable. Yeah. Remember we just melt. Didn't it have like watermelon or something like that on it? Um, I think it had butterfly. Butterfly? Oh, something. it was just it was the cute. cutest little thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so that was obviously another thing. And remember, it was like a bit of a running joke because it was like, Braith can't be too rough with her because he'd hit, he'd, he'd, yeah. he'd hit his head like he on her. He'd go to kiss her and headbutt and <laughs> get hurt, not hurt. Yeah. So I was kind of like, this is what all babies need with a sibling, man. Like, this yes. is how it has to roll. Yes. So we, in this time, obviously, all your focus is directed to your baby. Yes. Yeah. So, so we were back and forth to Townsville all the time. Yes. Like I'd see the doctor here and then she'd get in touch with our surgeons and they'd say, send, her back. send her back, come up. So I'd drive the 60 hours. Like sometimes I'd leave here at 4.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, it was, it was just get in the car and go. And... Yeah, it was all the hours of the day and night. And a lot of the time too, it was like, okay, I need you to leave now, but I need you to hit, be here by this time so that you can see this surgeon. Otherwise you don't see them till tomorrow. Mm. Um, and it just wasn't that easy. And I remember you having a, um, a box Oh, in yeah. your car. And, uh, and we called it the go box. The go box. Yeah. You had yeah. a box of things that you had in there and then you never let your car fuel go under a quarter, um, three quarters of tank. Yeah. yeah. Like you could only use that quarter and then you're always just like, so there's the emotion and the and everything. Fight or flight all the time. All the time. So you can imagine that adrenaline just pumping through your body yeah. all the time. Yes. Um, and the things that you're doing here is, you know, you're, literally sitting and laying with the baby or you drive in a car you know what I mean like you were so stagnant in a spot wasn't it so yeah you really had to your your flexibility and things like that have been really bad haven't they since yeah. that like yeah. because you spent so much time in a hospital bed that yeah like you know next to or something like yeah, that so that's been something so that you've had to and strengthen you're sitting, at, sitting, sitting at appointments and sitting at things there's not a lot of like just going for a walk. Yeah, moving. And there was never that. you can't leave your daughter's, you know, you can't, you're not yeah. allowed to leave your child's side either too. So yeah. obviously with that. And so mentally, <laughs> like. Yeah, mentally. Like you say, it's been three and a half years now and you've just, you're just working past the, this is my fault, let alone everything, everything else. else. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's, one slither of a a very big pie sort of thing isn't it yeah it's it's yeah it's extremely hard to get your head around because a lot of the time we had um you know all these it's called cares but it was like her treatments that we had to do that were like it seemed like torture so um it was getting your head around i'm doing these things to my baby but it's supposed to be for the good yes and that was um, extremely and I remember people saying, you know, like them more saying, oh, she won't remember that. And you're like, yeah, but I will. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I all will the be time the one that remembers that. Say, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely thankful that all of Elena's surgeons have always planned that things would happen while she was super young. So she shouldn't wouldn't remember it, yeah. but I'd love a magic wand. So I don't. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of things that I've probably tried to block out. Yeah. Um, but at one point there, you could ask me and I could rattle off dates, times, what she's had, what's happened. Yes. Like, and it yeah. Was... Yeah. And you, ha you had to be, and because this is the other thing that we talk about, like uh, quite often, even still now is, you know, you have all these different appointments, but if you're split up in different directions and having to go in different spots, yeah. 
it is so hard because even to get the letter from Townsville, like from one of her hospital stays at the start. Yeah. Like I could have been there another two times since before the discharge letter from the first appointment was back here for the doctors. Yes. So it was like constant going back and forth. Our GP's amazing. Luckily. Yes. Luckily. So she luckily. Would, because they she were would so be texting or sometimes I would just like call her and leave it on loudspeaker. So yeah. when the surgeons came or when the Lena's teams came, she could come she could be a part of it because I wasn't sure of the terminology. Exactly. And, and what if you so get far. something slightly wrong? Yeah. You know what I mean? Slightly wrong could yes. be the biggest difference in this yes it creates a lot of confusion exactly exactly and you were told a few instances like if your gp like because they were so in love with her and they were so happy if she is not in town you do not stay there like you get out isn't it like they were like yeah she's she's the the reason that we're allowed to live here yeah yeah exactly like it's only because we were so lucky it's it's a normal thing for people to move to Townsville. Yeah. Um, when they've got a child that has lumbar syndrome. Yeah. Um, and also because it's so rare as well, and because every case is different. Yeah. It's a lot of monitoring as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And bit by bit too with that, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And I guess a bit of research as well. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. And so, how old was she when she got her spine? She was tethered? eighteen months. So she was eighteen months. Yeah. In that time. And so finally, after 18 months, the stuff works so that we can, to shrink the hemangioma. Enough that she can have a spinal surgery. Yeah, not fully, but enough. And so... So she's already had three surgeries before then. Before we even get to the spine. Yeah. Um, And then... And then she's in hospital and she has the spinal surgery. And I'm like, okay, you know, she's going to lay for a while. Like, you know, I'm thinking about if it was me, I'd be still complaining about the first surgery. And she wakes up and she climbs up out of the bed to me. And I'm like, oh my God, no, 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 don't do that. And the nurse was like, no, she's obviously doing okay. And we had one night in pick you after that so that's Pete ICU yeah we had one night there and I'm like this kid is she is crazy freaking trooper yeah and we end up on we go back to the Pete ward and the next day they have to take the cannula out of her foot because she's standing in her cot with the like the gates are up yeah and she's walking around in her cot like she's just had her nose blown yeah exactly like that's it (laughs) just insane that this kid is like like I was still picking myself up because at that point you've got to hold your baby for their surgery. Yeah. Um, for them to knock her out. And they put the. Yeah. So they yeah. hold the um, air thing over. Yeah. The oxygen over to like put her to sleep. And I had to hold her still for that. So I'm still like. And if anyone's been through that, you know, like I went through that with Lane on a completely different scale, a completely different scale, you know, like. Yeah. It's so. It's minuscule compared to that and that like I was all good until that happened and I started falling my eyes out then yeah so imagine a having to do it that this many times but having an actual reason to be yeah so completely you have to trust these surgeons exactly solely exactly yeah. that's exactly. exactly right so she was up walking around they took the cannula out because <laughs> Olena she's so determined no oh my god that woman down no um so that was just mind-blowing yeah and for them to go you know we think we got it in time and I don't think she's lost any feeling so 
while we were waiting, if she lost any feeling or any movement or anything, that would not come back once the surgery yes. was done. So it, what was gone was going to be gone. Yes. So it was very, um, yeah, it was just a race against the clock. And, and I remember Canadian. like, you know, she stood in prickles one day and we were like, can she feel it? You know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, and everything she didn't was feel like, that. No, yeah, yeah. And that was a big moment. We were like, oh my God, it's, like you have started. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. And so yeah everything wrapped into that and so you spent so much time obviously in the Ronald McDonald house you mm-hmm. also become an ambassador for the Ronald McDonald house and of, of sorts I suppose of sorts will you become on there well yes yeah. so for the 2018 national tax appeal Elena's story is the story it's featured yeah um, you even get featured on the news yeah she's on the news um her story goes out to every single person who may support or has supported previously Ronald McDonald House. Um, and then we get the opportunity to go back to Townsville a few times and speak at their events. Yeah. Um, which which is six hours each way. And in in total Fiona and obviously you can hear by our story Elena as well. Fiona's like, right, I'm there. What do I need to do? What do I need to achieve? Like yeah. we're gonna make this and yeah, your goal was always was the, to like one was the formal, wasn't it? It was like I drove to Townsville, spoke that night and yes. drove home early because the school formal was on the next day. And we were doing and hair I needed that. to do hair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so that's always been something you've done so much out of love yeah. because So I, I had worked out over the hundred and five nights um just in accommodation alone that would have cost us around sixteen thousand dollars yeah so that's just in the accommodation yeah so let alone was, the food there was yeah there, was so there was a lot of food and staples there so if i didn't get a chance to go out to the shops i could you at could least make something. something um and then there's frozen meals as well so uh, i never actually got any of the frozen meals they're pretty popular but um to run over while she was asleep have a shower um, have something quickly to eat, which would be like, you know, those tin things that you, you know, those big meals. Yeah. Meals. Yeah. So yeah. tip that out, have a shower, um, get organized and go back or swap Jesse out. Yeah. Um, that was huge. So yeah, for us, we were really lucky that Ronald McDonald, I couldn't imagine what, what our life would be without them yeah. um, and their support. I would definitely not be a very well person no no not at all now and and there was so many times so and with this you've still obviously got two businesses so the the hairdressing yeah. and the building and jesse's trying to obviously provide for his family so yes. he's back and forwards back and, and forth brace back and forwards obviously then you've got this two and a half year old in a hospital and you know mm. clearly that's not easy and it either. was hard for brace as well because i would take him to daycare in the morning to play with his friends yes have a doctor's appointment things wouldn't be okay and you i'd be sent. on my way to townsville at pickup yeah so he became um he'd get really upset because it would be he'd say are you picking me up today? yeah exactly because so often it could be anybody it else just it was too much. Yeah. It was a lot for him. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. And you, we talk about there were so many nights where, well, even I'd get a message from Jesse to say, I'm, I'm going, I'm done. I'm going, I'm heading to Fiona. Yeah. And, you know, like you wouldn't know, hey, and you'd yeah. wake up and there was like a snoring yeah. person next to you. Yes. And you'd be like, oh my God, yeah. you're here. Like, we were in, in the room, in the, like um, a single room once and Elena wasn't well. And, 
I had like my laptop set up and I was trying to work an invoice for Jesse's building works that he had done and then try and reconcile for the salon. I think back to it now and think that was mayhem. Yeah, that was stupid of us. <laughs> but like, so the surgeons would come in and say, what business are you working for today? And I'd be like, oh, I'm doing this or I'm doing that. And we'd be, you know, while she's asleep, I'm working. And there was one night that I didn't think I actually sounded too bad. That was probably a, a better night. Yeah. But I'd gone to bed and when I woke up in the morning, I thought I'd heard like a person there and I'd been fairly good with like when the nurses come every four hours, yeah. I'd hop up and help them. Yeah, exactly. Um, especially if Lenny got upset, like I would buy her outfits so it would suit her obs. Her, yeah. Like, just becoming like that. So I was sort of used to it and I was like, oh, you know, somebody had come in and I didn't hear them. So I was a bit sort of like taken aback. And I looked and I could see his work boots and Jesse had arrived in the middle of the night. night. Yeah, yeah. So I remember that was, yeah. Quite that was a few not... times that, yeah, he'd message and be like, I'm gone, I'm going. I'll be like, message me when you get there. Like, does yeah. she know? No, she doesn't know, but I'm, I'm going to make it. I was like, radio. Yeah. Like, and he would just come and be there, which yeah. was huge. Like we were lucky. We were lucky that we're self-employed for that instance. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But then the extra work that you were doing, I don't know, do you ever think like it was a good thing or do you think you just kind of like, hey, if I have, well, let's not have our time again with that. You know, like yeah, was yeah, it a I distraction? Was it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I suppose we I've can't. never really, even the, you know, that we should have known that there was an issue like before she was born. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm like, in hindsight, would I want to know for 20 weeks and be stressed about my baby? No. Yeah. But for Jesse, he says, like, yes, I would like to know because we yeah. could have been in Townsville. We could have been organised. Exactly. We could have prepared our lives. Yeah. Um, and I will say there is something baby. about being flown out. Like, that instance of you going, like, yeah, the would have been in Townsville would have been not, you know, like, that was something to that... To take that stressful moment out. Yeah, that yeah. was horrific and yeah. then you know your care might have been a bit more there too you know yeah, like exactly. yep. even more so um and so fast forward we've done the surgeries she's out of her cute little helmet <laughs> which we just adored we would just Aww. love it i know it sounds funny but it was the cutest thing it was cute um and she's had her spinal surgery mm-hmm. where where is she at now like as of now. As of now, yeah. Um, so as of now, she's had six surgeries. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are, she doesn't have spina bifida, but lumbar syndrome is very close to the cusp of spina bifida. Mm-hmm. So right now we are trying to get into the spina bifida clinic so that she can have just a little bit more health help and care mm-hmm. um we're also trying to get onto the ndis so that we can get that help for her um going forward so with lumbar syndrome because every case is so different um we don't exactly know what to expect and yeah. it is a little bit of the unknown and we just kind of take each day as they come yeah she's um she's healthy and she's happy and she yeah. goes to daycare and she loves it and she runs around she yeah she moves and she you know yeah. like to see her walking around we never thought that she'd walk no we just didn't know what we were gonna have really yeah um so it was all just the unknown Yes, yeah. yes, very much so. So, yeah, no, she's three and a half now. Um, she potentially has more surgeries to come. 
we don't really know. And I suppose a good friend of yours said to you, which I think was a brilliant thing to say, that was like, take everything that they're selling to you, but the medical industry is always changing and evolving yeah. that you can't get too set on something too, wasn't it? You know yeah. what I mean? That was something yeah. like, so obviously no, to a degree, but like, yeah, but they're always working on new medical things. So they might say there's going to be some issues, but medicine's coming forward so fastly yeah. Um, that we don't really know. Yeah. 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 So, you have no idea. Yeah. So what was your support? network like through through the times through that time um so i had you guys which was great to have like someone at home and i know that you came to townsville every chance you got Mm, yeah um but it was good that you were here and that brace could you know come and stay with you yeah and then we had mouse um who had she had started out as someone employed to help um (laughs) She but has became, become so much more than that. She's yeah. sort of like our, she's our, I don't know, our heart. She's like God in our household. <laughs> she really is. So she yeah. sort of became so good that, you know, she'd be helping me pack a learner up while I was trying to like pick myself up and yeah, focus on what and there was, happened. There was times, remember the, the week where we thought, remember I was pregnant with the twins and we didn't know whether Braith had chicken pox. I don't know if you remember this week and you'd come home for an appointment and you got home about four o'clock in the afternoon and I was, I mustn't have been at your house. I don't think I was at your house and um, Mouse was there. I know I must've been there. Braith mustn't have been there, but um, I couldn't have Braith in this week because of, you know, I was pregnant and we didn't know if it was chicken pox and Mouse was just packing this bag for Braith and you just went, oh, Braith and went to start crying. She's like, he's coming with me for the week. And she just packed him all up. Like it was yes. never a drama, like nothing ever happened. And by the end of the week, we worked out that it wasn't sort of thing. So I could see him and said, for me, that was the biggest heart tear because if you can't be there, I'm going to be the first person that's yeah, right there like with that boy. Mother. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to be right there with that boy. And so I was sort of turning away from Mike, you know, like with everything going on. And yes. I went and saw him that night. Um, you know, that we, as soon as we found out that it was like, no, 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 it's not, you know, you can be there. You're fine. You're good. And so I, I went to him and he was running around and they were doing airplane motions and they were doing all this sort of stuff. And like, I just went home to Jake and I was like, they were okay without me. You know, like it was a real, like, oh no, like if he's not there, he's right here. Like this is. It's a a big thing to learn to almost let go of your own child. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not even my child. Like, and for him to know that he's going to be okay. Wherever he is. Yeah. um, And just know that your support network's going to be a hundred percent there for him. Yeah. And it's a big thing for somebody, you know, like her to, to take on and, and and fully without a doubt love another child like her yeah. own too hey you know yeah. and she's not our sister you know like yeah, she, for somebody who's not blood who's not blood related yeah. to to fully love and you know just just do it without a question and you know she was like he's she, coming with me yeah, and it was like just take nothing him, yeah yeah and yeah. like even for you know time lenny and i and yeah and make it as easy as possible and as yeah. stress free as possible yeah so we're, and, i mean we we're lucky to have you guys and mousy and then jesse's mum and dad yeah um they, they live were, in newcastle but they were back and forth all the time and they'd come and stay so much um, so 
Yeah, so we were really lucky. But then in Townsville or yeah. on a medical mum side, I had made friends with a lady who um, her son also has a rare syndrome. And it was, she was actually sharing the room with me for the very first surgery, Elena's emergency mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so it's rare what Elena has. And when she was born, we had asked, we were just completely blown away by it, but we asked if anybody else had had it. And they said, yes, one little boy recently had just had it. Like he was three months older than Elena. Mm-hmm. And when we were in the room, yeah. she overheard the doctors talking to the surgeons talking to me because, you know, they go between beds and I overheard them talking to her and we were both just like, Hey, wow your kid has the same similar to what my kid has yeah and we just kind of started talking from there and she became like um somebody who got it yeah somebody who got it because it's i mean it's all good and well to say i had a great support network but unless you're the mum. Yeah. We didn't have it in your feet, you know, in your shoes. You know what I mean? Like we didn't have the day in day out of the, even the hospital. Like, and I don't know if anyone listening has ever spent a few nights in hospital, but that alone is freaking hard when they're doing obs and all this stuff. You know what I mean? You know, living there, taking away the rest of the emotion, just that part of it. Let's not even talk about the rest of it. Yeah. It's hard. So so Crystal was in the room with me when they came and um, said, to, you know, we're taking her for surgery today. She's now to go off food. Um, we're doing surgery ASAP. We're going to prep. And yeah. Jesse was working. Um, he was like a couple of hours towards us, but it was still like a four-hour trip for him. It was still, yeah. So, yeah, I called him. No, like, so the surgeons walked out of the room and Crystal just said to me, are you okay? And I just looked at her and she said, oh, I'm coming to hug you. And yeah. her son had just come out of surgery that day as well. So she left her baby's bedside. He was asleep, yeah. but she came over and she just hugged me. And she was like, are you, like, are you okay? My son had just had that exact surgery. Yeah. So she was like that step ahead yeah that small hours ahead of you yeah but like had got her head around it yeah so crystal was amazing um she picked me up more times than she'll ever know yeah um yeah you know and because our kids had similar things and we saw the same surgeons and then once our families were all together at ronald mcdonald house again her husband and her actually have a son the same age as Braith. Mm. So when we were all at the house, we would have dinners and, bar- you know, like it would it'd be, it sounds, it sounds very social when I say it like that, but yeah. we have dinners <laughs> and barbecues and things, but we would just be over there at the same time for dinner. Yeah. And yeah. the little boys would play. And I mean, and you're still also trying around. to give some normality to the whole show. Yes. In a, absolutely turned world yeah upside down you're still trying to give some sort of normality yeah um so she was a huge support and even to talk to her now like we still text and call and um you know check in check in yeah and she doesn't see those like she doesn't really go to townsville anymore she goes to brisbane so we really don't we don't see each other like we used to but it was almost like we lived together for quite a while yeah yeah so she was in townsville at the same time that we weren't allowed to come home yeah and that talk was 
that was in the September and Elena still at that time had like two surgeries left, two or three. Yeah. And I remember them saying, no, you're not going home until it's all done. That's right. Yeah. And we were lucky that we were allowed to go home. And remember we came home in time for Christmas. Yeah. And we had Christmas, Boxing Day, and then we came back. Yeah. And then we were in Townsville. And then, yeah, we were back between Christmas and New Year's. And then her next surgery was in January. So we were lucky that we'd been given that. Yeah, that, that time. That time, home. yeah, to try yeah. and give some sort of... And then it's like, try and make Christmas happen, you know? Like, yeah. there's enough stress around Christmas to start with. But I suppose you guys were just like, as long as we're together, yeah, we do much. not care. That's our biggest lesson of it all. So, speaking of lessons, what what things have you learned about yourself, about your relationship, about mm. you as a mother? The biggest gift for us is time. Yeah. Um. I w- I'll give up anything to have time with my family. Yeah. And and I don't need to be doing things and I, I'm not a gifts person and I'm not an expensive person. I mm-hmm. don't need things. I mm-hmm. just need time. Yeah. Time is the one resource that we just can't. That's it. Can't yeah. Think of. And, yeah. and so it's, yeah, it's been a, a big lesson and, and it's learning to trust mm. a whole lot of trust to trust strangers in the, um, in the beginning and um yeah and now i have complete trust in them i like if i went tomorrow and they said we need to do a surgery because of this this and this then we would do the surgery yeah there'd be no yeah all surgeons are incredible and you know if they looked at something and said that's white you'd say righto you know like yeah if they told me the sky was green i'd go with it yeah exactly exactly and so what sort of things did it do for your relationship with jesse like trying Uh, to be I'd probably, you probably couldn't get a pair that are tighter than we are just because we, um, we understand where each other have been. Yeah. And that day when he arrived in the middle of the night, because he thought I didn't sound okay, like that's love, isn't it? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Especially. And like Jesse's line of work isn't easy to start with, but he was doing massive, massive days. Yeah very hard labor intensive days hot, to, hot yeah yes. to try and get back like everything he was doing was just to get it done to get back to you get it just get it done to yeah. get back to you and also like when you're running a business you've also got to talk about staff and you've also got to talk about organizing for the next job and having work for them and yes. you know there's so much involved in the running of a, a business on a good day let alone yes exactly. when your family is pulled apart and he's trying to get to you but then brace in town and yeah, and so and, and a lot of the time he was working like say two hours towards Charters Towers. So he would drive back towards Clermont, get yep. Ray, and then drive and then back. drive to Townsville. So his his trip became instead of a six hours ten. Yeah, exactly. Just so to much get to longer. us, and that would be for the weekend. Yeah, exactly. To then turn around. Yeah, and then do the normality. So for our relationship wise, yeah, that it's we're. There's nothing that I could say to Jesse that would freak him out. And yes. Yeah. You know, I have his back entirely and he yeah. has mine entirely. And there's a lot of trust and love. And um, you're very, very lucky. Oh, absolutely. I'm yeah. very lucky to have Jesse. When you think yeah. about um, our support network was potentially not as big as others. Yeah, that's exactly right. To yeah. have, like, you're, he's my one constant. I yeah, guess you would say everybody yeah. else was there and doing their best. Yeah, and that's it. He's he's the one that could drop everything, and 
make it okay and understand what I was saying and understand where I was at in my head. Yeah. And especially what you're saying to what's going on in the head too, you know, like yes. to try and get these. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, and then your last surgery mm-hmm. and you get the phone call to say you get, you get to leave. Do you remember that day? Do when you we got to come home from Townsville. Yeah. Because the last surgery, we had to stay there for a month afterwards. Yeah. Is this the surgery you're talking about? Um, is this the one where I come up with you? Come up and got you? No, that was a different one. That, that was, was a different one. We stuck in t- that one was stuck, but that yeah. was when we had to, we weren't allowed to come home. Yeah. So we went over and the surgeon said, yep, I think you can go home for a little while. He'd been away and I literally went over. I was falling apart being in Townsville with the kids. Like I had break with me and I was still trying to work and do the book work and trying to keep a normal life for them and then do the hospital appointments and the medicines and things. And I was falling apart. Yeah. Um, and to go over there and the surgeon just said, look, I think you can go home for a little bit. I think I could have kissed him. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'll make out with you, baby. <laughs> oh, that was like Christmas had come. And because it was in the middle of the week. Do you remember? It was a Monday that I saw him and then, no, it wasn't, it was Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. And Jesse said, uh-huh, I, yeah. I can't get to you. Like, to the I week. can't get to you to a little bit, but I'm, I'll get there as soon as I can. And then yeah. I think I called you and I was yeah. like. Yeah, and I had, I, I had the flu. And so I'd worked that Tuesday and I was like, right, I'm going to have Wednesday off. So I'd moved all these appointments. Yeah. And the girls had helped me. Yeah. And then and I had. pregnant with twins. Yeah, I was. I think I was pretty heavy, like it was probably like a halfway sort of thing. Like yeah, I was, I yeah, I was pretty, pretty pregnant. And um, I run a, I rung a girlfriend who had a few days off and I was like, Hey, what are you up to? She's like, Oh, nothing. I was like, you feel like a trip to Townsville? She's like, why? I was like, Fiona has way too much stuff on there. Yeah, exactly. Just... And because we've been there for so long. Yeah, you lived there. there. Exactly. Yeah. Like you, you had so much there. And so. And I couldn't get it all in the car. So it was like. No, and like two kids and everything like that. Yeah. yeah. And you guys came out and that was, I think we had that. Remember like I rung you and I was like, pack up your crap now. Yes, you <laughs> I'm did. coming, I'm you, coming. You're like, what? You I was like. that nice. You're like, pack your yeah, shit up. Yeah, exactly. You. Yeah. I was like, pack your shit. I'm coming. Hurry up. Get it together. And we got there you're like um um let's do it i was like i don't care we're throwing it in the car yeah. you're getting home that was a bit quick yeah wasn't yeah. it? because then it was like the next morning we were ready to leave super early yeah, yeah 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 and we just sort of like tried to get it done yes yeah and that was so nice it's uh, like there's no place like home no i know people say that but that has until a you're whole not allowed to be at home yeah that has a yeah. whole different meaning for me yeah gosh yeah gosh yeah, yeah. any advice that you'd give to medical mum make friends with those in the ward Mm -hmm. like we're all similar and going through something similar and they're going to be the people that understand you um lean on your ronald mcdonald houses and as such if you ever really near near a ronald mcdonald that you can donate to donate to if you win a million dollars yeah Give it, keep 10 bucks for yourself. Yeah. Now, honestly. <laughs> the rest I, I seriously say if I ever won the lottery, I'd just give it to all them. Yeah, exactly. Just all to the Townsville. Yeah. Uh, Ronald McDonald, North Australia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. North Australia. Um, because they honestly saved us. Yeah. Um, and more than I think anyone will ever know, including yourself. Yeah, hey, like, exactly. Yeah. There's a lot more to it. So, yeah, for me, like Chris, Crystal's very dear to me. Um, yeah. We don't talk every day, but 
when we do talk, it's like, I, I love to hear that her kids are doing well. Like, I love to hear about, like, Mitchell and to hear about Kyle and how he's yeah. going. So, um, yeah, those guys are so dear to me. And, and I think it's just nice to know other medical mamas because they know where you're at yeah. and it's not a competition and they all have yeah. compassion and it becomes very, um, yeah, just easy but you, yeah. you can go and cry in front of that person or like crystal has seen some stuff yeah and i have like her and i in the we would be in the ward together all the time and you just had that support yeah and i remember being in the ward and they had ducked out for another appointment and the doctors came along and so i just said look they're away right but it could be helpful because it was like we were each other's support yeah and yeah each other's back there yeah. yeah and it's even just like even if it was an appointment just to get it something to eat you know like yeah like, so we like, used to do that yeah one yeah. of us would go get something to eat and the other one would hold like watch the kids make sure everything was all good so yeah. run out and grab something and then run back and bring back and it'd be like we'd have lunch together yeah exactly and as much as it sounds like we had lunch together no it was really social but you just had a person yeah exactly you really did have your a, a person who yeah was, who was there which is definitely needed gosh it was yeah yeah. It was such a full on and even just reliving it now talking about it like it's just the things yeah. that we forget and then you know things there's, that I it's see it's funny that there's moments that you say are big and I'm like oh I didn't even think of that yeah and there's other moments to me that are huge and you're like oh yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. that happened yeah so and I remember um with all her surgeries and stuff like that she was always so little hey yeah. and then she had one of her last uh, oh, probably wasn't a last I lose count like not as good as you but um you know I saw her after one surgery yeah. when I was pregnant with the twins and up in Townsville waiting and then you went and uh, then she come back yes. and she'd like just exploded hey she just put on all this weight and she like because she was always this fine yeah, fine little so thing sick. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Where yeah. and it was kind of like it was the longest space that she'd been away from the hospital for, yeah. and she just looked so healthy. Yeah. And, and even now, so she had a surgery in February, and we hadn't been on the ward, I think, for twelve months. Yeah, and all her old nurses came to see her and say yeah. hi. And even though she's so tiny and she didn't remember them, I was like, these are all our friends. Like, yeah, they were coming to say hi to Elena, but yeah. it was so special to me. Yeah, to all. oh, we saw that she was here. Oh, look how she's grown and she's yeah. got Elsa hair and yeah, you know, like she's this and I remember girl. them being like, we cannot believe how well she is. Like this, she, you know, like you know, yeah. you sort of she's kind of like. A miracle child she really yeah is like a surgeon yeah like, yeah and like you forget that so easily yeah in the time you know what i mean like when it's just another curveball another this another that and then you know when all these people are like oh my god you're like yeah oh my god i can't believe yeah, we are where we are really we are is. so lucky she really is incredible yeah yeah gosh yeah and she's a little sass pot to go with it. She is. She's not just a little sass pot. She's a whole lot of sass pot. <laughs> she's a whole lot of sass pot. She is a lot. Yeah. But, but, you know, so she's so sassy and a lot of the times it does my head in. But I don't think you would make it through everything no. she's been through unless you were no. sassy like that. And, you know, like Jake and I, oh, like, 
honestly say sometimes it's kind of like oh, first part of that poor girl's life any person that come near her was nearly giving her a needle or yeah, you know like they it were was, hurting her they were hurting her in some way to try and help her to try and help her yeah that's exactly right but you know in her eyes mm. so you kind of go with if yeah, a little bit of sassiness yeah. is what you're going to be you're going to be it hey fine. yeah you deserved her. You, you, do, you do you, boo. Yeah, yeah. you're <laughs> allowed to do whatever works for you. That's exactly right. That's exactly yeah. right. So, medical mama. Yeah, that was an emotional roller coaster. That was. Yeah. How do you feel now talking about oh, it? I feel lighter. You I do? Yeah. yeah. It, it is hard to talk about. Because oh, gosh. A yeah. lot of those moments that I don't think of or haven't no. revisited. And um, why put yourself through it sometimes too, yeah, hey? It is really hard. Like, remember when I did the uh, Ronald McDonald house and we had to do, like, we were doing interviews and even mm. just writing her story. Yeah, for the house, I still like, just that was, cry every time I read that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, that was the hardest thing. Yeah. Yeah. And to go and be able to speak at a Ronald McDonald House event. Yeah. And thank the people who make Ronald McDonald House happen. Yeah. Was really amazing, but it was also very emotional. Like I literally said to them, thank you for saving my baby's life. Yeah. Thank you for keeping my family together. Yeah. And like, it's not enough because it's not deep enough because thank you is thank you, but it is so wholeheartedly deeply with yeah. every ounce of my body a thank you exactly. like yeah, yeah definitely absolutely is so if you're a medical mum yeah exactly sh- you can shoot me a message any old time and i will have time for you yeah absolutely, and i can support you and i don't know all the jargon ask lots of questions yeah ask lots of questions but i'm um, if you're going through something like that I can resonate. So I would love it if you message. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. And thank you for sharing your story. Thanks. I know it wasn't going to be easy. So it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a big of, move. Did you see me come in? I was like, yeah, let's just do this. Let's yeah. Just start asking questions. I was like, oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> exactly. Here I am tearing up. <laughs> no, that was absolutely perfect. And so guys, if you made it this far, thank you very much. We are so appreciative of you guys listening in and, um, and hearing all about Fiona and your journey and your medical mum journey. Yeah. Um, it's it was definitely a crazy ride. Was well, I mean, and there's still probably still like is. not even the tip of the iceberg. No, it, no and kind of that's hectic. exactly right. And I know that we'll walk away from this interview going, oh, we forgot to talk about this, yeah. and we forgot to talk about this. But there's other things that we can always recap later and things oh, like that. Absolutely. And yeah. I'm, I am an open book, and you can message me um at one of our you know our instagram or our yeah. Facebook or something can i honestly if you're a medical mum or even if you're going through whatever it is yeah i um we're I'm, here yeah Definitely. i'm here you're here mm-hmm. yeah gosh yeah gosh Absolutely. yeah and so do you have any steps from here like For Elena? yeah well at the moment we are really fighting this fragmented care yeah so can you explain um, what the fragmented yeah, care sure. so elena needs to start joining the spina bifida clinic mm-hmm. so there's one in townsville mm-hmm. we've already seen two of the surgeons from that clinic mm-hmm. um and her surgeons would like us to see the entire clinic so we can just get a like it'd be a team effort mm-hmm. so we would go to townsville for our trips and it'd be on the spina bifida clinic and that might be once every three months mm-hmm. you go for one day see all your people yeah and done and done and then um, home the next day yeah, come home the yep. next day and you've kind of got a plan with everybody and everybody's had a conversation in the one room and it's mm-hmm. 
ideal. Yeah. Um, but because of where we live um, and there's seeming to be a funding issue um, at the moment, we're being forced into what's called fragmented care. Mm -hmm. So we would still see our two surgeons in Townsville. Mm -hmm. Then we would see a pediatrician in Mackay. Do you already see a ped in Townsville? Uh, we were, but um, we just need one that's specialised to the spinal condition. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then we'll start seeing a paediatrician in Mackay uh -huh. and then the Spina Bifida Clinic for the rest of them in, in Brisbane. So if you are not from where we are, um, so my when I go to Townsville, it's 60 hours each way. Totally fine with that. That works for me. Um, to do the clinic there would be perfect. To mm -hmm. see everyone all on board a dozen dodgy game of Chinese whispers. Yes. Mackay is three and a half hours away. Yeah. And then Brisbane's 12 hours away. So instead of just going to Townsville once, you'd be expected to go Mackay, Townsville, Brisbane. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And so there's going to be obviously communication issues. Which is already happening. Yes. And it already happened plenty of times. Yes. Yeah. So at the moment, that's pretty much where our push is. Yeah. Um, I'd really like to be able to see that my daughter is cared for properly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm not really going to. And I mean, like we've already talked, list. we've talked about the times where, you know, they've said, oh, runny, runny, you know, said different things and you're like, well, they did say this. Is this a thing? You know, like, cause mm. you're not a doctor, you're yeah. not a specialist. And so and they're like, oh yeah, 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 exactly. So that's my huge concern that if I start seeing these three different places, yeah, it's what a if, lot to keep on top of, and yeah. I'm kind of going, well, maybe I'll take my phone and record it. Yeah, yeah. And, and what if that? Yeah. And what if? Because what if you get it wrong, and this makes a big difference? That's right. And they do send letters, but like I said, the letters take a little while. Yeah. And they don't write down every single word said in their computer system mm. either. Yeah. So there is going to be a communication issue. Yeah. That's huge, let alone the extra travel. Yeah, which would exactly. Which necessary for a kid who's about to start kindy next year. Yeah. And um, then a so child that's already also in school too because you take him out and you keep him in. That's you know, it. Like, like I have a five-year-old and you try explaining to your five-year-old why you're not going to be home much. Yeah, exactly. But I tried to and he said, no, that's okay, mum. I'll just come with you. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> He's like, oh, buddy, you do have to go to school though. I was like, yeah, you need school, hun. So, yeah, we're, that's pretty much what's going on for us at the moment. We need to get on these clinics and then wait for all our NDIS to kick in and then, yeah, keep going from there. But right now, Elena is a happy, healthy little girl. She loves going to daycare yeah. and seeing her friends and she's into playing with babies. and. Babies. Uh, she does play doctors quite a lot. She pretends yeah. to be Dr. Sarah McClay, who's our GP, <laughs> or Dr. Dan Carroll, who is her um, gen paid surgeon. So... Yeah, lots of Lenny's babies have had surgeries and then been to Sarah for a checkup afterwards. So, yeah, that's pretty much that's where, where we're you're at, at. From right now and things could change. And I was going to wrap this up, but I have one last burning question. It's come to me about four times and then I've never wanted to stop where you're going. Okay. What have you done with yourself um, to be able to work through a lot of this? What's going on? What's going on? To work through it mentally. Like, what have you done? Like, I mean, you were, you went to K2, you know, you've been to the yeah. Kerwin Ray things. So if you've so, never heard of Kerwin Ray, like. Look the man up. Look the man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So probably a lot of it, I never really had a chance to work on myself until, no. until the surgeries kind of slowed down a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I've kind of found that, um, yeah, going and seeing, yeah, 
Cohen Ray and then I joined the K2 Elite community and yeah. we do a lot of work on ourselves. Yeah. Um, and I guess my life's been a little bit hectic pretty much since the first kid. Yeah, um, exactly. All the way Never. through. And actually earlier this year, I had to have a hysterectomy. I previously had a lot of trouble with endometriosis and all sorts of all those fun things. But anyway, it got to the point where there was nothing further they could do for me other than a hysterectomy. So mm -hmm. I was forced to stop and lay down for six weeks and it was three weeks off beforehand. Yeah. So, so I had it's nine, nine weeks, where weeks I off. do anything. So I'm, yeah. And when we say don't, can't do anything, they literally said to you, you lift anything heavier than a coffee cup. You could yeah, damage, yeah. you know, you yeah. could hurt yourself. Go so and lay down. Otherwise, yeah. this will be so much worse for you. Yeah. So I went and laid down. Yeah. So it was super good to have my support network with that. Um, yeah. And a lot of work on myself. I've done a lot of journaling. I've started to write um, a book for Elena um, and it's called Letters to My Baby. And yeah. it's just talking about those moments and how I felt and my worries and you know, what, what was going on around her, not yeah. just for her, yeah. but what was going on, you know, with Braith and with Jesse and that kind of thing. Um, and that's been extremely hard to write, but yeah. it has been rewarding in itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, I guess a lot of like learning to do meditations and things and probably the last 12 months I've really worked at that. Yeah. Especially when you're stuck in hospital and it's noisy and there's a lot going on, I'd take my headphones and listen to meditations and things and yeah and try and work through it and getting out and getting fresh air yeah when you're in the hospitals or um run a mcdonald house or whatever sometimes you just need to go for a walk and get the fresh and it air. can be weeks between walking out like actually walking out so like, oh, i know yeah. when i had the twins i was in there for 10 days and like like world keeps going out there but your world's just going in here isn't it hey yeah, like to exactly. actually walk outside and yeah breathe you I know like I've been in hospital over a change of season yeah so it's been warm and i've come out and it's been cold or i've gone and it's raining and come out and it's hot and steamy and you're just yeah. like what is going on outside yeah. yeah yeah and if you don't have the the room that can see out the window or any of those yeah. things it becomes very different yeah. yeah and like your body like naturally you know like isn't it there's something that when the sun rises we naturally get a shot of something that makes us you know get up yeah. and go and then when the sun sets that's why they say if you have trouble you should start watching sunsets and things like yeah. that so that light will then release the hormone to yeah. get you sleepy and to things like that so like you know your body is completely, out of, whack. Just completely out of whack yeah it's just running on a journal yeah the whole time so it's really only been the last 12 months that i've learned to breathe yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and probably the last little bit in that you know yeah, like you started my hysterectomy that yeah. i've done probably the big work yeah and like this needed this to is, happen yeah that like, no, that's not my fault that my baby was born yeah. with that. Which it's, is a big thing for you to say because that, like, I remember yeah, that when you me for a long time. And I remember when you said that to me one day and I was like, you do not get to say that to me, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I but I was also not in your shoes either, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah. And I guess for me, I, you know, I put a lot of work into, I just want Lena to be proud. Be yeah. Like, you know what? Yes, it was really hard, but we made the best of it. Like we, our family is now so much tighter and closer and yeah. stronger together. And, yeah. you know, we took those opportunities to help out Ronald McDonald House. Yeah. You and tried we, to thank the people that you could, you know, it. like you like did your best. Yeah. I, honestly, if I won the lotto, I would just give them all the money. It doesn't make yeah. any difference to me. So, exactly. Um. yeah. Yeah. It's been a huge 
huge right that's for sure well thank you very much for opening up and telling us all about your journey i know like i said there'll probably be things that we've forgotten and if there is any questions please don't hesitate to um jump in and and ask us or send us a message and have a chat to us. Yeah. Um, make sure you do jump on and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We love that. We it. love that. that Tell your friends. Yes, please do. This is a, a, a hashtag sister chat. Hashtag sister chat. Yeah. <laughs> Show us, take a photo when you're listening to us, whether you're out for a walk, whether yeah. you're washing out, whether you're at home with the kids or whether you're driving the car, whatever it is you yeah, like to not do. while you're driving the car. No, maybe safety once first. you <laughs> Thank Perfect. you so much for listening to us. And um, yeah, so for anybody who does need a little bit of loving love and light, we're sending so much your way. Um, and you know what? Hats off to all the medical mamas out there. Yes. You guys yes. are doing And an to the nurses job. and the doctors oh, and all the in-between. So special people. Yeah, definitely. And the saints at Ronald McDonald House in yes. North Australia. <laughs> yes, in North Australia. Thank you. Yes absolutely thank you so much and we hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of your daily pass we are looking forward to coming back with another amazing episode yes yes, yes definitely thanks so much for joining us bye bye hey guys just jumping in with a little bit of exciting news fiona yes. at the time of recording the medical mama yes you were fighting we were we were fighting for Olena to not have fragmented care so we wouldn't be so at the time we were expected to travel between Townsville Mackay and Brisbane for her care um and we were fighting fairly hard and we had a wonderful wonderful man on our team just before how many times did you get rejected four four times rejected four times yes Yes. and then and then out of the blue, got a call from my nav nurse to tell me it was Fabulous Friday. Yeah, and that our um, our case had been given the all clear, and Elena now just sees the Spina Bifida Clinic in Townsville. Yeah, so that is due to start next month. Ah, uh, and this... the best thing about it though is it wasn't just us. There were yes. some other families that it was go- it's going to work for them as well. Exactly. So everyone's not running around everywhere. You can just go to the one place. We see all our specialists there. So two of her surgeons are already in that crew. Um, we go and spend the day with them, do- see all our people, all our specialists, do all the things, and then we get to come home and there's no more running around all over the place. And that's done. That is amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. So- so we just exciting. wanted to kind of drop this little end note in before so you guys knew um, exactly where we're at and we are so excited. So congratulations. Thank you so much. It means so much to us that you listen to this episode of Your Daily Pass. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, make sure you do yourself a favour and pop back through some of our other episodes. If you're up to date, never fear, we will be back in your ears every Tuesday and Friday. Make sure you leave us a review, click subscribe, check out our socials and share it with your besties.